Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Phone Box Podcast with me, Emma Conway. How the flipping heck are you? I hope you are all well. I went to see... A lot of our teenage icon, the Madonna at the weekend, and it was app when I tell you she looks great. She sang great. She danced great. She did a, such a clever thing where she didn't really dance, but she had people dance around her, so it made it look like she was dancing, and I feel that's how I need to dance. I feel now when I want to dance, I'm going to get my children to really dance around me, and I'm just going to kind of move my arms. She was unbelievable. It was an absolute thrill of my life but another thrill of my life is when I started this podcast I had a list of people I wanted to come on when I tell you top Tracy Beaker I have got Danny Harmer aka the Tracy Beaker aka the ultimate teenage icon on the podcast this week she is so fun I was so happy to have her on it was so much fun chatting with her um we have a proper laugh and she's just, she's just an icon, isn't she? Like, if you think of a teenager, you think of Tracy Beaker probably shouting bog off at somebody. So please do enjoy this podcast. Um, I would love it if you would give it a review. I would love for you to take part in the Spotify quiz that I'll put up there. And enjoy this episode with the, the one and only, Tracy Beaker. Hello, Danny, and welcome to the Phone Box Podcast. Oh, thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited. Your jumper is on brand. Spice Girls. Spice Girls. Spice up your flipping life. Now, you are the ultimate eternal teenager, aren't you? I am. I am forever a teenager. (laughs) Forever. You're an icon. I um, had... Uh, the Gareth from Hunsnet, who's an Instagram account, and I said you were coming on. He was like, "Make sure I'm not go- going on after I couldn't compete because you're such an icon." <laughs> in his, in his... Stop. I'm gonna flop. Stop. <laughs> okay, so what year were you 14? I was 14 in 2003. 2003. Okay, so what what was the kind of music then? Was that Spice Girls? Or was it a bit later. It was a bit later actually. It was quite a, a mix. So we had like um, kind of the 
pop kind of R&B, Blue Contrell. <gasps> yeah. What was her? What was the song? What was the... You, uh, I feel you like need like, to oh, let oh. it breathe. I should have uh, made you learn the words before I came on this podcast. <laughs> get, us, get us in Eurovision with, with Blue Control. Yeah, and then obviously Crazy in Love, Beyonce, like one of the biggest songs of all time. It's video of, and, and you can't see viewers, <laughs> listeners, but I licked my thumb. <laughs> all it took was a thumb lick and I was there with you that one. I licked my thumb and I dragged it down my black polo neck. <laughs> that was the sexiest thing I think I've ever seen in my life. Don't, don't, you know, I would, I, I won't upload this clip because all your husbands will leave you because they'll be so in love with me after seeing that. Jay-Z, give us a call. So Crazy in Love, Blue Cantrell. Um, what else? What's the boy bands? Well, it was kind of more um, like teenage angst stuff. So that's kind of what I was listening to. So oh, kind right. of like, the Lincoln Park. Stacy's mum came out. Yeah, Stacy's mum. Yeah, has got it going on. Yeah, which is um crazy inappropriate. Actually, I was um crazy. I think it was uh, I watched a clip the other day. I think it was a comedian when they proper broke down how inappropriate that song was, and they were like, seriously, what was Stacy's mum doing going out in a towel in front of a group of teenage boys? That's inappropriate. Like, seriously, what was Stacey's mum doing? Stacey's mum was grooming. <laughs> it absolutely was. Like, couldn't have gotten away with that song now. No, could you? you wouldn't have. There's that one. And also the video for Busted's, that's what I go to school for, where the teacher's right. like... <laughs> Miss McKenzie. And they actually end up together. It's like, that's so crazy. weird. And she's Talking been, of Busted, I, I oh. went to see Busted the other day. Oh, were they good? Oh, Emma, it was just the most glorious night of my life. I just had, literally, I felt like a teenager again. Everyone's a banger. I went to see, see, my sister is an, is McFly's number one fan of all, like, um, I can't remember if I've told this on the podcast. Um, McFly, I'm sure somebody will correct me. If you join the fan club and you were like the first, I don't know, 100 or 200 people to ever join the fan club, I think you're called Galaxy Defenders or something. And she's one of them. No. <laughs> And we once went to an we once went to an event with Giovanna Fletcher, and we were sat there chatting, and you know, and then she went to the toilet, and my and my sister went, "Do you think it's not, now is the best time to tell her I'm a Galaxy Defender?" And I went, "No, no, Claire, never, <laughs> <laughs> no, give it to you. absolutely <laughs> not. Shh, give it to yourself." And she's like, "Okay, okay, I won't mention." <laughs> so yeah, I saw them when they toured with McFly. McFly and Busted. Oh, did I make that up? That that I think that was a tour. But yeah, Busted are great, aren't they? Oh my gosh, I just had the time of my life, but totally forgot my age. And I just bounced up and down the entire night to the point where I forgot that I just don't have pelvic floor anymore. No. And I did the biggest jump and a bit of wheat came out. <laughs> and it was, but I just, I didn't care. I just, you didn't do you know care. what? You're like, this is it. This is me. You know, take it or leave it. Matt Willis. Exactly. This is, this is it. I've had, I've had two kids. They don't care. They don't do you know care. what I mean? Got loads just... of... Oh, actually, I think only one of them's got kids, haven't they? Yeah, I think so. But honestly, I just, I was just loving my life. I remember every single word. And to be fair, yeah, I, I still listen to the albums oh, on repeat. Oh, yeah. Now. Well, I'm, I'm forever listening to boy bands all the time. What posters did you have up on your walls? Kind of teenagey, angsty, Green Day, Lincoln Park. I think I was trying to be really, really cool. But like yeah. deep down, I probably just wanted to be listening to musical theatre. Do you know what I mean? Like I. 
I, I did, I loved listening to Green Day and stuff, but really I probably just wanted to put on my lamers. You lay, oh my, the lame is, and it's got to be the one with Michael Ball in. Just, I was listening to it the other day. What did I listen to? And it actually made me cry. Oh my God. And I was just watching the video of Michael Ball when he was like, I don't know, 25, and I was just silently weeping. I've seen that show like probably about 15 times now. And as soon as and I took my partner Simon to see it, probably I don't know five six years ago now. Um, I was infuriated with him because he was just like, "No, it was rubbish." The whole way through, I was like, "How dare you? How dare you sit there with your arms crossed?" Looking sulky. This is a masterpiece. Jean Valjean's up there. Don't like it. There's no words. Oh, you are just uncouth. Is what he is. You you need. This would be a strange combination, but you need to go with my dad. (laughs) My dad. (laughs) You know what? Anything was better than my partner. Quite frankly, my dad loves it. My dad loves it. He cries through it. I've mentioned this before. Once we went and Jasper Carrot was sat in front of us, the pressure of watching Les Mis with Jasper Carrot, just where that microphone is, was too much for my dad. That's real Birmingham, isn't it? Jasper Carrot watching Les Mis. Oh, he (laughs) loves, I love Les Mis. When you're listening to Les Mis, what character are you? All of them. All of them. (laughs) Every single one. Even the beggars at the beginning when they're all running towards you. I like master of the house. Oh, yes. Bit of Madame Tenardier. Oh my gosh. Much there. Oh, love. <laughs> I think musical theatre is quite cool now. So my daughter yeah. loves it. She loves six. Mean Girls is coming back to um, the oh UK next year. Yeah, they just announced it yesterday, didn't they? On Mean Girls Day. Oh my so god. I've already signed up to get my tickets for that. I love that. I'm going to see Sarah Jessica Parker next year and I'm going to collapse at that because I love her. Oh wow. Yeah, so that'll be a good one. So you had Link, Link what are they called? Lincoln Park. I can't tell you one Lincoln Park song. Oh, really? What's a Do you know song? what? The, their album, Hybrid Theory, is literally one of the best albums ever, especially as a teenager, because whenever I used to row with my mum, it was a really good storming off album. Yeah. So, like, when I was really angry, I used to, like, stomp up the stairs and then slam the door really loudly and whack it up really loud on my CD player. And it would just do all the talking for me because he just used to scream. What's one, just give me, what's one song I would know? I couldn't, if somebody came up to me in the street and said, Lincoln Park song or you're going to lose your life, I'm going to be like, I'm sorry, RIP, goodbye, I don't know. She's gone. In the end is probably that most famous one. Because in the end, it doesn't really matter. Oh, I'd be saved, I've saved my life now. You're welcome. You're welcome. So if the scenario happens, I can yes. So, so there we go. Yeah. So that was You're probably the most famous one. But um, so I used to watch Kerrang Channel like all the time. So I'd get back from school, and that would be my like go-to channel. But I think I do love the music. Like, and I would listen to it now constantly for like nostalgic reasons. In in the car, I'd um, yeah, I'd probably shuffle all sorts of like teenage angsty music, but. I'd been thinking deep down, I was probably mainly listening to it just to fit in. <laughs> I think. Oh, yeah, that was me with the Cure. Had a Cure t shirt. 
no, I didn't never listen to yeah. none of it. <laughs> but I had the T-shirt and I was pretending to be Ephony in my bedroom, like yeah. with, with a mic with a handsome Michael Ball crying over me. <laughs> um, who was your crush, your famous crush back then? Oh, well, anyone wearing guy liner, to be honest. <laughs> That, I thought you were going to say anyone, just a, a, a yeah. guy liner. Well, yeah, a horny teenager, anyone, yeah. So who who's a famous person with guy liner? Well, I mean, I mean Johnny Depp <gasps> was, to be fair, still still now. I mean, even with everything that's Ooh, gone yeah. on, he's still a handsome. He's a handsome, he's a, yeah, Johnny Depp is a good is. one. What about anybody else? Yeah. Is there any British people? I think everyone over here in those... In those days, in those days. <laughs> that long ago was kind of was more the kind of curtains then, wasn't it? The floppy. I hair. love a floppy that, hair boy, yeah. and I that wasn't really my that wasn't really my bag. You like the Not guy? That, like, what about I would Ge- have been that floppy and that floppy, that glossy. What about Jared Leto? Did he have guy liner then, or does he wear guy liner now? He probably well, yeah, he wears guy liner now. And again, I he's I in his fifties, you know. I wouldn't turn him down. He's humble. He's what? He's in his fifties, Jared Letter. No way. Mm. God, what's yeah, he for it? I, I dread to think. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't heard great things about him either. Oh, no. Lots of people on this podcast, when you talk about them, it comes out now that not everybody's great, are they? Oh, it's a bit of a shame, right? Really. It's, a bit of a <laughs> it's like Johnny Depp. We're like, well, we don't really. I mean, yeah. is he all right? I'm, I'm unsure. Okay, there's a knock at the door and you open it and it's Johnny Depp. Mm-hmm. Again, which would be unusual. It would be. But would your heart still flutter? Probably not because I'd be a little bit scared of what he would do. <laughs> okay, like, that, that is a really valid point. Isn't it? That's oh, it's a sad world that we live in, isn't it? That the knock on the door and there's a man behind it, and we're not sure what they're going to do. We're not sure. It would, yeah, yeah, yeah. Good, yeah. good point. Good point. <laughs> um, who, if there was a knock on the door, okay, you can choose a crush now, and sure. you you open the door and you were happy to see them. Oh, who would it be? Not your partner, Jason Momoa. He'd pick you up. Oh my gosh! He'd pick you up. He'd open the door and he'd just pick you up and carry you off, and you'd be gone. You'd be walking. That'd be it. He would, because I am a tiny, tiny woman. He'd be like, "You're such a tiny, tiny." I was going to try and do some sort of accent, then I realised I couldn't. (laughs) You're such a tiny, tiny woman, and he'd be like, and you'd just be like, and I think he'd probably be in a sarong. He would be in a sarong, and he would pick me up like I'm a Polly Pocket. Yeah. We would just like skip off into the distance and live happily. And his hair her. would be like, his hair would all be in your face because it's all so long. Oh, well, that Blurring. would be lovely, it wouldn't it? it? Just flowing and it would, yeah, in the wind. And, oh my gosh. And you'd be like, see you later, family. Yeah. It was really nice knowing you. Bye, kids. But, see you. Peace out. I'm now Mrs. Momoa. Oh, Au revoir. My God. Um, where, did, you go, did you go to school or did you learn when you were. <laughs> Did you? I, I that, did. that sounded like I thought you were uneducated. <laughs> now, did you? I know it doesn't come across like I did, but I promise. I meant, did you go to a conventional school or did you have to learn when you were fit? Like, how did you go to school? What kind of school did you go to? Yeah, to be fair, I, I went to a theatre school, which was, Ooh. oh man, it was oh, an awful school. <gasps> oh, it was awful. Oh my God, that would have been my dream. Why is it awful? It was like um, living in fame. Like, but not in like a fun way, man. Like it was, it was weird. Like, what a strange place. But it was really? good for me because it meant that I could work. Um, yeah. And they didn't really have a problem with it. So I think I pretty much was at the Blue Peter Studio more than I was at school, to be honest with you. Um, but yeah, I also had a tutor, so 
Um, I did the majority of my learning pretty much on set, so it wasn't exactly conventional. <laughs> it was yeah, that's not that, so. What did you do about friendship groups and stuff? Um, I was kind of one of these. I was going to say a floater. That doesn't. Sound that's what I always say a floater, <laughs> and it doesn't sound right. But I was the same. I know what you mean, a floater. It doesn't sound particularly nice. Uh, I'm not the third. Uh, I just, um, yeah, I kind of like split between groups. But I say that so because I went to a theatre school, there was only 13 people in my year. So the, oh, wow. the, the social groups were quite small, um, yeah. and we very much had like a larger group of kids and then we had like a smaller group that were the kind of like the cool ones um and so I could kind of um yeah kind of go between both groups really and they the cooler ones liked me and then the the bigger group of the sort of not as cool ones liked me too so you're like a butterfly rather than a floater let's yeah. say a butterfly butterfly is a much nicer word a butterfly than, than a floater but I do know what you mean because I I'm I kind of like that and also um my kids are kind of like that as well, like yeah. floating around and just kind of, I'm sure it's quite frustrating actually to some people because people are like, pick a side and we're just kind of like, yeah. and having a little float around. Was it super competitive? I imagine it being a really competitive. Yeah. I, do you know what? Actually, no, my, my entire year of all 13 of us uh, were actually just like a really nice group, actually. And oh. um, yeah, we were kind of, I don't think anyone really went on to carry on in the industry to be honest with you so I think we were all kind of just really supportive of each other which was quite nice and weirdly we were all very very different so we kind of uh, got on really well even though there was uh, some really really big personalities in that year group we were yeah actually kind of mixed quite well and worked really well so yeah I, I think we got quite lucky with our year group I think the teachers absolutely hated us with a passion. <gasps> Why? Um, were you naughty? Sure. Yeah, we were definitely the naughty year group, absolutely. But I think, I don't know whether naughty was the correct word. I think we were just loud and big personalities and harder to tame, I think, whereas the other year groups were very well-disciplined and a bit more academic, whereas I yeah. think our, our year group was definitely there because... Yeah, we just didn't fit in on the scores. So I didn't think we were the definitely odd ones. Just a bunch sure. of misfits. Um, we, yeah. we talked about the posters on your wall. What was your What was your bedroom like? What was the? Did you have like warp? Did you have a dado rail? What would you have? What kind of carpet? Oh my god, my room. I I don't know how the heck I ever slept in my bedroom because when I describe it to you, it's the most horrific thing. So my color scheme was orange, yellow, and green. But it was like neon. Ooh, it no. was so bright. I don't know what my mum was thinking, honestly. I think she like went into Next and it was like, remember when the, we used to have like the Next catalogue and it must have been, Oh yeah. I think it was one of the pages in the Next catalogue, which was like, that looks good. Let's just copy it. And yeah, so it was like the border was at the like top. It was like wallpaper and it was, um, orange and green and yellow flowers. Nice. So I have like a border of wallpaper at the top. But then everything in my room was the same colour scheme. So like everything was like... She neon. really went for it, didn't she? She oh, really... She was like, this is the theme and we're going to go for it. This is the... Th I mean, my TV was yellow. <gasps> like my CD player was green. Do you know what I mean? Like it was everything matched. Like my mum's like proper OCD for like... 
it was a lot it was a lot so i don't know how i slept because you needed like sunglasses as you entered the bedroom like and you was... had like those posters up and but she's like oh it's not really the vibe of what i was going it... for to be honest <laughs> exactly that exactly that's like oh we have green posters like <laughs> it's not really yeah. now you are a bit younger than me and i understand inflatable chairs were quite popular I was just about to say I had a green inflatable chair. I miss it bypassed me. My friend Sarah came on the podcast. She's a mumsy mum and she's like an author. And she said inv- inflatable couch, inflatable bags, inflatable bins. I was gonna say <laughs> it was an inflatable bag as well. They were so cool. Honestly, I, I, I think they... right. I don't and I did it come deflated, then you blew yep. it up. I don't yep. understand it. Yeah. That was part of the the fun was nearly passing out while I was trying to blow it up. Where were they from? Like Argos? Where would you get it from? Yeah, I think Argos was probably a Woolworth. And it was I were they see through? Yeah. I yeah. don't and I don't I can't and But so you were already like asking to be robbed if you had the bags. Like and you were look, just like I don't and I look I, up I, in my I, bag. Come how get did me. they not pop? Did they not? I don't understand. Was it like a lilo on your back, but a bag? Yeah, pretty much. You just got to be really careful if you were walking past a bush. Like, don't, don't get caught. <laughs> don't go in the bush. Be careful. It <laughs> yeah. all sounds, I completely passed me by. I don't understand it. But she said an inflatable chair was a real, a real thing oh, that people wanted. Inflatable chairs were brilliant. And they were actually really quite comfortable, especially when they deflated just a little bit. So they become like a little bit squidgy. Still, I still can't get my head around it, but I'm sure it'll come back in fashion like everything has. I'm going to get you one, definitely. <laughs> oh, yeah, please do. I'd really... I'd... Yeah, I will. I'm going to send you one. <laughs> and my dog will sit on it and it'll just instant it and it'll just... Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Actually, cool. to be honest, I'm with my big bum, it'll probably pop. Um, okay, <laughs> I want to know your fashion faux pas. Um, and pretty much everything I ever wore, to be honest with you. I've got like zero... I feel, fashion. in my head, I've got this vision of you being like a mini Avril Lavigne... That's what I feel like you were going for. Oh, absolutely. I used to have, I used to get the Mickey ripped out of me a lot because like, I, I, I would try anything. I still do, to be honest. I see people wearing things and I'm like, I could pull that off, but I forget that I'm five foot. So uh, what I look like is completely different to average size human beings when they wear stuff. So I once had a pair of purple corduroy uh, flared uh, baggy trousers and nice. I just thought I looked the absolute oh nuts, but apparently I absolutely didn't. But and then I but I added like chains to them, um, but like really long chains, which used to just get caught on absolutely everything. I feel the trousers are they the kind of trousers that it would rain a bit and it would just soak up the rain from the absolutely. bottom, <laughs> right, right the way up to the top, to and until you just completely breaking wet. Yeah, that those are the ones. Those are ones, but obviously for me as well, like they're already too long. Yeah, I'm not a normal sized person. I'm a <laughs> hobbit, so they're already already too long. Oh, right, just drag it, and maybe got a little bit, a little, and then you wear them for so long that they go a bit frayed at the back because they've yeah. been, they're just used to being wet, and they just Absolutely. start rotting from. <laughs> yeah, they've already rotted. They've already got holes in. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm lip fillers. 
With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Did you ever, I feel like in my head, this ensemble might have included some sort of like a checkered tie or something. Oh yeah, but like really, really skinny. Like yes. skinny tie. And also, um, you know, the sweatbands? Yes. You're not exercising, but you would wear them anyway. Sometimes a little fishnet glove. Oh, Fishnet glove of the uh, neon variety. Black nail varnish was very, very in chip. Of course, yeah. You don't... So with with so with the fashion for chip nail varnish, did you do it nice and then chip it? Did you do it nice and wait for it to chip, or did you do it so it looked like it was chipped? Oh yeah, and do it and then like bite it purposely, like bite it so that it was chipped. You're literally blowing my mind with all of these things. You're, you're welcome. <laughs> I'm giving you tips, so uh, next time you do me... nail polish, chip it a little bit. <laughs> and you're really good. Have a little nibble on it. Yeah. And what was something that you you wore then that you'd wear now? Uh, corduroy flared. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> uh, could you imagine if you stood up and you went, these? <laughs> <laughs> um, and you turn around with an inflatable bag on and this. <laughs> um, oh, gosh. Do you know what? I'd, I'd, if that, I'd, I, I, would, I would probably wear baggy trousers again with the chains and stuff because I'm sure that will come back into again um but maybe i would wear it so that they actually maybe are the correct length so that i don't trip over if not you've got the knowledge of maybe just taking them up yeah get get them just took up or whatever yeah get a bit um, of wonderweb maybe God, i, don't I can't work well i can't work wonderweb it never works for me i don't I, understand it well it's all you've got to do is just get an iron. It's not. It's but not I'm that doing that. You know, I, I've tried to do all the my son's blooming. Oh God, you are, you don't your kids go to cubs or anything? No, scouts or no, I can't girl, bother that. Can't be bothered. Them badges, man. It's. I tell you what. <laughs> once I sewed the jumper to my own clothes. <laughs> I was sewing it and I was so livid. And I was like, oh, I've sewn it to my own leggings. <laughs> I'm not really a homemaker. I don't know if this is coming. Yeah, no, I'm 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 not either. Okay, what was your greatest teenage success, do you think? Oh 
getting my first blue peter badge man that was <gasps> that was pretty epic i mean did you did because you were a teenage icon did you really get it or did did, did you cheat by just being you and they gave it you oh yeah i totally cheated just by being oh. on the program and gave me one i didn't earn that at all but it was so cool to like get given it and then i got to go into all the free places that you get to go in for free anyway yeah. but you know just to be like hey got a little yeah we've we, my my it. My kids went a wild for the Blue Peter badges. They have got the sports one, the green one. I think they've got like a Jubilee one. They've got, oh, they yeah. just went mad for them There's all. loads now, isn't there? Yeah. Whereas back, got in, loads back then, of them. you could just, it's just the, just the, you know, a regular one. But um, yeah, you can get all sorts now, which is very exciting. But I've actually been upgraded now. I don't just have a regular one. I've got, I've got a gold one. No, I don't. Oh. I know. I know. I don't like to brag, but. Okay. Is it is in a safe? <laughs> It is. My first one actually got nicked when I got burgled and I was so upset. Uh, get, they stole, they, they came to your hat. They stole no. it. No. They stole my gold Blue Peter badge. I was absolutely livid, but um, luckily they did replace it for me. So what do you get with a gold Blue Peter badge? What is, is it exactly the same? Absolutely nothing. I still get into free museums that everyone else gets into free, <laughs> Emma, but... It's the thought that counts, isn't it? So, uh, yeah, it's like, oh, yeah. I've got one. David Beckham's got one. <gasps> um, yeah. Jason I, Momoa would be given one. Jason He'd Momoa definitely... would probably have one. but um, On his sarong. Yeah. He'd definitely have that down there. Mm-hmm. Oh, love. I know. So, that is a very good achievement. It is, isn't it? I've got it for my services to DVVC, which um, sounds very strange. It's like they keep me in a cage or something. And <laughs> To do programs, I don't know, but um, yeah, it was a very exciting day. And did you go on the program to get it, or did they just pop it in the post? No, they did like a whole big sort of like ceremony <gasps> and all sorts. Like it was very oh, exciting. They got quite presented with it and everything. It was uh, yeah. I do you know what? That is a good teenage success. Yeah. I I do have a blue peter badge myself. My friend Catherine Whittington gave it to me. But I do have one. I never did one single. It's still upstairs. And I often get it out and put it on for like when I'm doing like reels and stuff. And people are always impressed with the Blue Peter badge. Right. It is It is a good talking topic, I'd say. You like, can't go around, wrong with the Blue Peter badge. Yeah, around the dinner table. It's, it's a good talking topic. Um, What's your biggest teenage flop? Do you know what? I think probably that the biggest teenage flop for me was probably having my entire teenage years documented. Because I went through Ooh. puberty on TV. So Gracie, oh, yeah. acne, frizzy hair. I yeah. mean, my first kiss as well was like <gasps> documented. So like yes. my actual my actual first kiss with someone was actually like Oh my god, this is terrible. I know. Do, you know, do you know Debbie Reynolds in Singing in the Rain? I don't know if you know this reference but her first kiss was on screen as well i think with gene what's his name what's the one from singing in the rain yeah gene Jean... kelly gene kelly that was her first kiss you're the same as her you and debbie reynolds twins. i mean it's similar i mean she got gene kelly i got some ginger welsh bloke but it's 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 same. similar it's totally oh similar. my god did you Oh, yeah. the anxiety for that would have been really upsetting for me yeah i mean it, it was it was different so yeah mine was like yeah, I can't remember his name now, but it was. I think we were in, memorable. We, we were in a toilet. Um, <gasps> yeah, so it was it was so romantic. So uh, yeah, I mean, I'd had like 
one other kiss before that it wasn't like a like a proper one but this was like on camera like with a bunch of crew who I'd known for like a couple of years with everyone staring at me oh god you die die like the boom guy just stood there awkwardly like by the toilet like I'm not watching but I do have to kind of be in it because I kind of need to record the sound I'm like oh god this is horrible the thought of my first kiss being, oh, that will haunt. I'll be going to sleep tonight, shuddering, thinking of my first kiss being filled. How old were you? Like 15 or something? Like 13. Oh, my God. Yeah, and I can go and literally watch it now on iPlayer if I so wished. Do you know what I mean? So that that would be my biggest flop, to be honest with you, probably. <laughs> and I had braces at the time as well. I knew oh. a bit like, is this going to, I'm going to bang races with him or what <gasps> oh my gosh do you think your kids when they're teenagers will go back and watch it all i caught avery bell watching it yes not the kids but <laughs> I, I went to the toilet and i thought i could hear the theme tune and i was yeah. like what was the train speaker theme tune i came in and i was like what's she doing she was like oh, i just wanted to see you on the tenny i was like oh it's very cute but do you want to watch that one i'm like not here because it's a bit Bit wicked, don't you? Straight want to sit down and watch myself. She was like, oh, Okay, yeah, it's oh, <laughs> like, quite cute though. It's it? very sweet, but I've tried to like, we put it on before, and she's gone, This is really boring. Oh, <laughs> charming, it's my finest work. <laughs> but I think, I think she's probably still like a bit too young for it. She's very much like, she's at that age where she's like between CBBS and CBBC, like, she'll watch the CBBC channel, like thinking that she's kind of like old enough for it but really she's still sat watching CBeebies with her little brother and she's enjoying it so yeah, I yeah it's, a, it's really about nine isn't it nine or ten that you kind of graduate yeah because I still catch um my little boy I mean he's 10 now but sometimes he'll still be having a good old chocolate CBeebies yeah it's, um yeah. it's kind of yeah, it's kind of a... It, I, I got a bit sad when mine graduated from CBeebies because when you're, like, in the throes of having a young kid, you know all the programmes that are on CBeebies. You know, did it? Oh, yeah. So I was little, when my kids were little, it was like Mr Maker and Mr Bloom. And then, like, then they all go and I don't I don't know who's on CBeebies anymore. The, the same. The same. Is Mr, is, Mr, is Mr Bloom still on it? Oh, I don't know about Mr Bloom, but we've still got Mr Tumble. My sister writes... Um, Mr. Tumble and Giggle Bits. That's what her job is. Really? Yeah. Well, there we go. She she's never met the Tumble. She's never met the Tumble, but she does. She does. She's never met the Tumble. No, but she she writes horrible histories, and she was in horrible histories because they. I love horrible yeah. histories. They let the people. They let like the writers. They let the writers have a little bit part ever so often. So she's like in the background. I think. I feel like she was. She wasn't a wench, but she was something, some sort of a wenchy character. Oh, she was, she was absolutely thrilled. Um, I do have a Mr. Tumble story. I don't know if I should tell the Mr. Tumble story. Um, um, Go on. It, 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 it doesn't, it it doesn't pay. See, the dog's barking because she knows that this is not going to be a positive tumble story. She's livid. Um, I once went to a road show. Oh, I, I feel really... I once went to a road show. Okay, if there's Tumble fans out there, I apologise. I once went to a road show <laughs> and I was due to interview Mr Tumble and my kids were probably, I want to say two and four. Peak Tumble. Like, this is peak Tumble years, isn't it? Two and that four. Is peak, peak Tumble. Peak, peak Tumble. You know, he puts the red nose on. He's Tumble. He's not Justin. Where's Justin gone? There's Mr Tumble. Went to dinner with my kids and the PR lady said, um, just to let you know, Mr. Tumble will meet you, but he does not want to meet your children. 
<laughs> I'm sorry, what? And I just was like, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> and she went, yeah, he doesn't feel like he's really in character to meet your the children. So it'll just be like you and him. And I just was like, my kids, I've told them all day. Could you imagine how often I was like, we're going to see Mr. Tumble? <laughs> yeah, like every And in every the end, minute. I just said, thank you very much. I don't want to meet Mr. Tumble without my children. And I walked away. Like, I just was like, no, Tumble, not today. And I just left. Good for you. It was a very, it was a very strange interaction. <laughs> well, it's a strange interaction because I've actually only ever had, like, good good things. Yeah. Maybe he was that? just having a bad day. Maybe, as we're all entitled to, but I cannot watch it because it drives me insane. <laughs> so there we go. But Hello, hello. Is that the same <laughs> How are you? Oh, it does hello. something. You know, when just it does something to my spine that I just can't <laughs> quite understand. But Horrible Histories, on the other hand, is actual genius. And I keep trying to get Avery to watch it because I'm like, it is so funny. She's very good. She's done like Dennis and that. She's done all sorts of kids programs. She she's she's she recently did the Horrible Histories Opera. So I don't know if you saw that. That's what I tried to put on free free yeah. the other day. Yeah, that's what Claire, Claire 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 wrote it. There you go. It's just, oh my gosh, how exciting! I'm definitely going to sit down and watch that. Okay, then. um, are you glad you grew up um then, or do you wish you were growing up now? No, I'm definitely glad that I grew up then because that was pre-social media i don't know what the heck i would have done had i grown up now um and been on the telly with social media because i don't know how kids put up with it to be quite honest with you i mean i like to think that i've got quite a thick skin um but i don't know how that would have affected me to be honest like i haven't really experienced the kind of horribleness of the internet until I went on Strictly um, and kind of being in the public eye I'd kind of like flown under the radar yeah. to be honest with you because I'd, I'd just sort of been on Tracy Beaker and that was sort of pre-Twitter and so the kind of main big show that I'd done since Twitter and stuff had been around was Strictly so I was in my 20s by that point and it was horrific i'm so sorry i bet it was ju- people are just rotten and um, honestly at that point i was a size six so i literally cannot even imagine what it would be like if i did it now <laughs> like, people are just it's, like, it's so social media it's uh, like it's so positive i've got so many beautiful positive wonderful yeah. people that follow me but there's some real nasty pieces of work out there it's, it's bizarre isn't it yeah. so honestly i i and you know i i i am quite a thick-skinned person always have been not really you know cared what people think about me but i think when you're a teenager you are quite impressionable and, and you you do care and you know you do care a little bit and I just don't know how I would have felt had people just had just given their opinions on everything I was doing all the time. You know, having different episodes be criticised, how my performance was, you know, people telling me that I was saying things wrong or how I was looking or oh, I don't know how I would have hoped. Yeah, there would have been, the first kiss would have definitely been all over TikTok, wouldn't it? Oh, 
oh, all God. that kind oh. of yeah it is it is it is difficult I think we need to come to it I mean I don't I don't know anything about acting or actresses but I wonder if maybe we need to almost like like not like therapists that can help people get through things yeah because it is quite difficult it is you know I only get a I get a small percentage of nasty things and it one comment can ruin your whole I know but this is the thing the whole day you can get like hundreds of amazingly nice comments Mm. and it's just that one that it sticks with you and I know it shouldn't and it shouldn't matter because who cares about what Bob from Tunbridge Wells has just said about you, but for some bizarre reason, even at the age of 34, it does stick with you. I don't know why, but it does. So, you know, and I, I work with um, a lot of young people still, um, like the my lovely girl, Emma, who plays my daughter in Tracy B. Canal. No amount of money would make me be a teenager now and experience what she's doing. I and mean, she's doing an, an incredibly amazing job. She is so strong. But yeah, I would definitely not want to be a teenager now. They yeah, they have it, it is, way, way harder than we do. They they really they they really really do. And you are right. It's just like takes what I can be. I can be having the day of dreams, a lovely day, and then just one comment. And also, it's really difficult to express. It feels like somebody's physically punching you in the stomach. It feels like yeah. a bull. Yeah, and you're just like oh, like and it it's it kind of sticks to you. It it is it's it's very it's yeah it's not it's not good. So. Glad you grew up then. If you could go back then and you could tell yourself one thing, what would you tell yourself? I would say enjoy being a kid more. I think I was just too eager to be a grown-up. I think because I was already basically doing an adult job from like a really young age, surrounded by adults all the time, basically being treated like an adult because I was basically doing an adult job. I never really let myself be a kid. I never really let myself be silly. Yeah, so I think I would just say just, yeah, be a kid. Enjoy playing and don't wish your life away too much. Like, I think, and I see it a lot now. I get quite a lot of teenagers coming up to me going, oh, you are my childhood. And I'm like, you're in your childhood. You are, you are in your, you're still in your childhood. You're you're in it. Like, please don't wish your life away. Like, um, it goes by so quick. Like, your childhood is like the smallest little bit of your life. Like, don't wish it away. Being an adult, really sucks oh so, god it sucks so like that do you know so do you ever true. watch because you're a musical theater person do you ever watch uh, when i grow up in matilda and just cry because i'm just like oh my god the whole song is and, I, and my kids are like why are you crying i'm like because you've got no idea <laughs> yeah exactly man honestly like it's not everything it's cracked up to be like yes you can eat sweets whenever you want but that's pretty much the only good bit about being an adult (laughs) and then you then you'll end up in hospital or your doctor will have a stern word with you and it's just it's really yeah they're just that song oh my i just it just break it just breaks me it just absolutely breaks me yeah childhood does go by and the teenage years and there is this kind of urgency to get the first kiss out of the way and then you know maybe sleep with somebody the first and you're just trying to get get yeah and then i can can drive and then i can drink and then i'm an adult and now it's rubbish (laughs) yeah exactly and i just think i would have just like i just wish that i'd sort of just gone on the swings for a little bit longer or just like played with my barbie like just carried that on even though my friends were like not playing with their barbies i knew i still wanted to play with my barbies 
So I wish I'd just like carried on yeah. rather than got rid of them all when I didn't really want to and I didn't really feel ready. Do you know I what was, I mean? I wish yeah, I'd just carried I, on. I was absolutely thrilled this year because I thought we were past the Smith's toy catalogue stage. The right. Smith's toy catalogue, you know, when you circle it, I thought, well, that's yeah. it. And my boy was like, right, I need to get the catalogue. And I was like, yes, we've still got still got another year left of toys. This is brilliant. And he circled it all. And I want this and I want that. And I'm like, we're still, we're still there. I'm like, I'm literally clinging on with my nails, though. Just, oh, just, a, little little, just a little bit, just, just clinging on there. Well, thanks so much for coming on the podcast. It has been wonderful to have the ultimate teenager. I, I think I need to probably end the podcast now because where am I, where am I going to go from here? There's no other, the, you are the ultimate I'm still waiting for Gary Barlow. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, I feel like Gary Barlow will probably top this. So he, but he, 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 the podcast can, he he will never come on it. So this podcast is going to go on for years. <laughs> hey, you never know. You never know, but you never, know, never. I wouldn't be able to do this movement. if. <laughs> I tell you what, if Gary Barlow comes on this, please do this. Listen, <laughs> listeners, I'm licking my thumb. And I'm rubbing it down my top. Yeah, she is. <laughs> and, 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 and apologies to my dad, who's also listening. I, I didn't really need to hear that. Well, thanks, Danny. Thanks for coming on. Oh, and thank you so much for having thank me. You. Bye. It was so fun to have Danny on the podcast. She was so great. But could you imagine having your first kiss snog filmed oh oh, I can't even bear the thought of it the thought of it being there being filmed being on the telly then going to streaming services then being available for all my future generations to watch makes me shudder a little bit makes me shudder what a legend oh my gosh and think of some of the snogs we've had we've had burger snogs we've had sloppy snogs all being filmed no she was a legend it was such a joy to film this episode with her um it was just amazing. I just love it. And we've got so many great episodes to come up. We've got some brilliant ones. We've got a musical special. We've got Gareth coming on from Hunsnet. So do, do stick around. Make sure you kind of follow the podcast so you can keep up with what's going on. Also, I've got a Phonebox podcast Instagram account where we do loads of nostalgic polls over there and have lots of chats. So whatever you're doing for the rest of the day, I hope you have a fab day and I'll see you next week for another episode. 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.